Hey there, and welcome back to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects, generate content, and grow brand awareness. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest today is Tanya German, Director of Marketing at SEO Clarity, an SEO platform for enterprise businesses. Hey, Tanya, it's great to have you. Thanks for making time. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Let's just jump right into our topic, and that is creating content that offers unique value for your audience. And I think it's a good topic because I think any marketing team would you know agree or probably want to say like, well, of course, we're offering unique value in our content. But I don't know, a lot of content out there doesn't seem too unique to me, but, I, but it is definitely an important goal, right? You want your content to stand out. So let me just start first with asking you, what does that phrase mean? Unique value. Content offers unique value. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I really think it starts with what our technology offers, of course, really the depth of that data and how that surfaces those actions you need and the uniqueness to help you develop that quality content that doesn't create this idea or this concept that we kind of have of content chaos, just creating content that everyone else has already created to try to rank better than them in the search results. So in other words, the uniqueness of like your value proposition and what you guys do, you start there. That makes sense. How does that influence your content strategy, especially for content that's not product marketing per se, but is more thought leadership driven? Well, first we set our objective to really understand what our target audience demands or what they're really looking for. You know, there are billions of searches, you know, every day, and we're looking to try to find out who is our target audience and what are they looking for? Naturally, we start with SEO data. <laughs> we start from everything from the keyword research, analyzing those best SEO websites, understanding what content gaps actually exist, and kind of the list goes on from there. We really analyze the content that exists and re quickly realize, as you can imagine, there are a lot of content, there's a lot of content created around the topic of SEO. And these websites and publishers are quite good at that, <laughs> creating quality content because it's what they do as well. So based on our business and working with clients on their content strategies, we didn't want to play into that idea of content chaos and just copy what everyone else was doing. I like that phrase, content chaos. That's a good one. That could be like the name of a band, like a punk band. <laughs> yeah, we really did that. And we talked to our clients often about this. Like there's just too much content on the internet for the user to consume. Even your target audience, there's too much. I found this stat that Smart Insights reports that in 60 seconds, there is like 500 hours of video uploaded to YouTube, more than a thousand posts uploaded on WordPress, and nearly a half a million tweets posted to Twitter. That's just in 60 seconds. That's insane. Right. And not at all surprising, really. I mean, and if you're a marketer, I mean, given those numbers, it's, it's daunting, right? You're like, God, how on earth is our content going to stand out? You know, for every piece of content we're creating, there's like, hundreds, thousands of other pieces that are probably pretty similar to it, just given the volume. So, I mean, so tell us about for you and your team, you know, how do you go about finding, discovering like the unique insights that enable you to create content that, that isn't part of that chaos? Yeah, we really identified this opportunity to focus on SEO inside of enterprises. So in that analysis of the best websites, you know, that write about SEO and content marketing, what were they not offering? And looking at who our target audience is, we really want to help businesses scale, right? Most of our clients are working on, you know, tens of thousands of pages, hundreds of thousands, I mean, even millions of pages. And we couldn't really find that type of content 
that it would do the basics, right? How to, t- how to do SEO, what actions you need to take, what are all the components that go into that, but how do you really do that at scale? So we identified that and then knew we could offer a different in-depth look at that and, you know, sort of one up the content, if that makes sense, of what already existed. I do always caution you really have to meet the SERP or meet the content where it is because your audience is expecting that certain level of intro or get me into it before I kind of get to that scale. But you do need to offer a unique point of view, something that's different than what already exists or else you're just adding to that chaos as we've been talking about. Right. Okay. And as you described, finding that unique point of view just comes from some digging. Digging, yes, digging for sure. Just understanding that, you know, who do you want to attract? Who is your target audience? You know, not all traffic is created equal, right? So you need to understand who do you want to target? What is the niche you can carve out inside that target audience to be able to deliver quality content that, you know, does rank, but also that your customer will engage in, right? You don't want traffic that's just bouncing, right? You get what you get that one page visit and they're gone. What did that do for you as a business? It didn't really deliver. Give us an example of a piece of content you've created that you feel is you offers that unique value that stands out from the mix. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of research done in our space, right? Trying to unravel Google's algorithms and understand how to get a piece of content ranked or what are those impediments that are preventing businesses to rank their content. And I feel like some of that can be very surface driven, you know, not have a full analysis of the content along with just, again, going back to that depth of data, just really being able to analyze the content that exists and understand you know, how to be authoritative and create that quality content. So that's a little bit what the technology offers. It helps you get there faster as we're talking about that scale. So I think the example that I'm coming back to is just building that in-depth, not just research from the in-depth data, but also understanding what things might be missing today in the content. I I think a better example to talk about this is might be easier to understand is from a hotel um, content being created. Writers are trying to write about hotels that they don't live in the towns or the cities that they're writing about. And it ends up being very, very surface driven, just like the hotel has a pool or a restaurant or a bar, instead of offering that perspective of what's around that hotel. And that might enrich the content to drive that quality to help your users select your hotel. So if the hotel is in River North in Chicago, What are those landmark ideas or places that are near that hotel that can help add that extra value to the content? I think that's a better example. Okay, right. That is a good example. So just adding more kind of localized detail in that particular example. Yes, for sure. And it just, again, it's what your user is looking for, right? They're trying to select a hotel based on a location, and that's what's important to that type of content. How about for your audience? of people looking to get better SEO rankings, essentially, right? And I know that you guys have identified this sort of this enterprise space. Like if you drill down into that more, what have you discovered that that particular enterprise audience really cares about that is different maybe than other kind of businesses that have allowed you to to really drill down into that? 
Yeah, I think I said that a little earlier, but it's about scale, right? I can't just do this to one page at a time. So how do we offer that advanced look at how to do those specific tactics across pages faster? And one of the ways that we do that is with our technology, but then also just with the insights and the expertise your company offers. If you don't add that expert point of view and just try to do what the top ranking content is doing, you aren't going to meet the demands of your audience. You have an expertise. You as a company built an expertise. Add that depth into your content, right? One up the content that exists today from what you as an expert can offer that that other companies and other publishing sites can't offer. Lots of good stuff here. So Tanya, if people want to connect with you to discuss all things SEO or anything at all, what's the best way to get in touch? Um, you can definitely reach out to me through email. Tanya or T German at seoclarity.net, as well as just contacting us through our SEO Clarity Twitter account as well. Okay. Well, thank you so much for this, uh, for a really, really great discussion um, and for sharing all your insights. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.